To celebrate Marketplace's 35th anniversary, we made some throwback thank you gifts you can get when you donate during this March fundraiser. We took our old .com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash give tech. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash give tech. It's Marketplace Tech for March 24th. I'm Ben Johnson in New York. The world of wearables may be not so hot right now. Earlier this week, Apple dropped the price of its Apple Watch by 50 bucks. Fitbit has seen its stock drop consistently in recent months. And yesterday, Pebble, the kickstarted company that arguably arrived first on the market for smartwatches, announced it was cutting a quarter of its workforce. Might the market be in a process of a kind of correction? Steve Kovac, deputy editor for Tech Insider, got an exclusive on the Pebble News and is here to chat. Steve, thanks for talking. Thanks for having me. Why is Pebble doing this? They point to a lot of things, but the biggest uh, reason is they see this uh, chilling effect on funding in Silicon Valley right now. Their argument is they want to take this time to refocus on what they think is the biggest thing in wearables, and that's health-related tech. Is this also an example of a case where being first doesn't necessarily make you the best? I believe so. Pebble is such an interesting story. They launched on Kickstarter a few years ago with just a massive buzz uh, in the tech world. And they are largely credited for making smartwatches a thing even before Apple or Samsung or Google got involved. But, you know, about a year ago, Apple launches the Apple Watch and just uh, dominates the entire market. So it's really hard for them to compete with the giants like Apple had that has the marketing power, the branding and all that. Are we going to see more of this with other companies in Silicon Valley? Well, I think it's really interesting with hardware startups. It's Hardware is very hard to do, um, especially from a manufacturing level. A lot of this is done in China, and there are consistently problems uh, manufacturing over there with these uh, small, scrappy startups with, that don't have the kind of funding that an Apple or a Samsung or an Amazon have. Steve Kovac, Deputy Editor for Tech Insider. Steve, thanks a lot. Thank you. Kovac says that Pebbleheads did tell him the company was still raising money, $26 million recently, but the company wouldn't say how much of that was borrowing against its current business. While Marketplace Tech was in Austin at South by Southwest recently, one of our main goals was trend spotting. The interactive portion of the festival is a good place to look for conversations happening in the tech world. This year, encryption, definitely. Also, building a stronger tech industry by diversifying the workforce. One company that has been taking steps in this direction is Pinterest. The service for curating lists of recipes, outfits, and many other ideas has a new head of diversity who has worked on helping companies diversify for over a decade. Her name is Candace Morgan. I caught Candace in the Austin Convention Center halls and asked her about Pinterest's plans to add not only diversity at entry-level jobs, but in higher-up positions as well. Well, we've implemented a Rooney Rule type experiment. And Uh what that means is that 
the NFL has a rule where they have to consider women and underrepresented candidates for head coach jobs. Uh huh. And so we have a similar type of requirement where we interview at least one woman and one underrepresented minority candidate Mm -hmm. for all of our senior level positions. We don't favor those candidates. We have no bias towards those candidates. Mm -hmm. We hire the best person for the job, but it really changes the conversation in the hiring room and it makes us much more objective. Can you like help me be a fly on the wall for how it changes the conversation? Yeah, it changes the conversation for us. How we prep our candidates is really important. Mm We've actually reviewed all of our job descriptions to make sure that we have inclusive language that doesn't favor one particular group. So there are some words like rock star, a word that I personally love, yes. but that can skew towards a gendered interpretation and yes. might discourage some groups from applying. So that's one way we've changed our conversations internally with Interesting. the process. Rock star. I never would have guessed that, but that makes sense. Can you talk a little bit about how you believe a diverse set of employees can actually change the company internally in ways that I think a lot of tech companies haven't quite figured out yet? Yes. Basically, when you have a diverse group of people in any conversation, you have a broader range of ideas and a broader way to solve problems. Mm -hmm. So when people come from similar backgrounds, they tend to get stumped by a problem at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so just by having someone who could look at it from a slightly different perspective, we have more ways to solve these difficult problems. We're creating a very innovative product. We have really hard technical challenges as well as product challenges. And mm-hmm. that's what we want. We want people that can solve those difficult problems. Candace Morgan is the head of diversity for Pinterest. Candace, thanks a lot. Thanks, Ben. And if you are an engaged viewer of March Madness, you've probably built a bracket predicting which college basketball teams will make it to the Final Four. A lot of tech companies have also made their own brackets. Google, Facebook, Microsoft's Bing has an official partnership with the NCAA. Its goal is to use machine learning algorithmic prediction to catch upsets like this one. A steal. And here come Middle Tennessee. That's Michigan State losing to Middle Tennessee State. Matthew Quinlan works for Bing. He describes the search engine's bracket-building process. What it generally does is take search data, anonymized search data, what people are looking for, social data, and then other inputs. In the case of the NCAA, we partner with them and use a decade's worth of statistics on the game. So would you trust Bing's algorithm? We asked Andrew Leung, a recruiter from New Jersey. His man-made bracket, eh, not looking so great right now. I think I would take the risk with the algorithm and, you know, I don't think that I could do any worse than I've already done, so. Monisha Bayana, an attorney from Buffalo, says she uses a mix of teams she likes with teams she knows are good, but she is also ready for the rise of the bracket machines. It's probably better at knowing things than I am, so probably. (laughs) The question is whether eventually the algorithm is going to want to cut from the office pool. Hopefully not. I'm Ben Johnson, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM.